Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library. And today I have a great guest on that is building a dynamic business in an industry that already exists because that's one of the things that a lot of entrepreneurs will find is that, hey, you know what? There may be competition that exists in an industry that you're in, but that doesn't mean that that's an industry that you should avoid. So I'm excited to talk to Michelle Gilbert, on her business and how that journey is going. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Good morning, so excited to be here. Absolutely. Now, before we jump into talking about your business, um, tell us a little bit about what was your background before starting this business? So I've always been super excited about innovation. I remember uh, after I graduated from the University of Chicago and after that I jumped into robotics so I built a NASA-endorsed robotics program, which was really cool. Uh, so techie and innovation. And then I went into consulting, where eventually I did wind up again in the innovation space, but taking it from a more consulting approach. Um, all while doing this, I guess I, you can say I'm a fashion addict. Uh, I always love things like RuPaul's Drag Race or uh, Project Runway, where designers got to create amazing designs based on challenges, and then you just got to see it all come together. Um, and so I think between loving creative and like fashion, as well as the business side of me, like loving consulting and like problem solving and things like that, that really merged together into why don't I create a fashion business? And so I combined those passions. Well, being that I was from consulting, I didn't have experience necessarily running a business. And so I combined those passions by getting a full ride to business school. I'm at UCLA Anderson with the specific intent of learning how to build a business. And it's been a great experience, but I would say that's, that's my background. Consulting, fashion addict, business school. <laughs> Those are quite the, um, the the interesting fields. I mean, because, you know, what I find interesting is that, you know, that blend of, you know, the creative and, you know, the problem solving. Um, so what really brought you down a journey to say that, hey, you know what, I, I wanted to start a business? I think going back to that creative, there's just a part of me that needs to create. Like, I need to see things come together. I need to, um, and even, I guess you could almost say, like, inspire people. Like, I've been leading teams for a very long time, um, all the way back to college. Uh, I've led our rugby team to state championships and for the first time in five years. And I think that was, like, a bug that really started in me. And no one in my family had anything to do with entrepreneurship. This is not something that like anyone, I guess as a rapper would say, I got it out the mud. <laughs> but I think I've always been attracted to creating, inspiring people and uh, filling needs in the marketplace for things that people need. So like FemTech, Oya, Oya's mission is really around how do we create sportswear that helps women move throughout their day more comfortably considering that the current sports we're on the market uh, has known to give women all sorts of adverse effects. So I think those three things has really grounded me in a mission. And I just said, why not? Also, I think there's a freedom with being an entrepreneur that's almost like living the American dream. So maybe it's like I'm fulfilling my destiny, I think. 
<laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, you know, one of the things that I find interesting is when a person comes up with an idea and they're like, you know what, this is the idea I have. This is the business I want to start. And I think it, it, it sounds great. And I think theoretically it makes perfect sense. But once they start going down that journey, I want to talk about what was that like going from idea to actually having a business that you're running? There's a lot of speed bumps, road bumps, roadblocks, everything. You, and you got to just, I think, being, I think coming to business school really helped me with that because I was taking classes like marketing. I was taking classes like strategy. And UCLA actually has a program where you actually build a business. So like that was like what my scholarship was for, to come here and build a business. And so you have these professors and you have this team. I have an amazing team of people with um, so many different skill sets. So it's essentially teaching you how to look at a problem from like so many different perspectives. And, and, and I think that your team also helps keep you motivated because on this journey, you're going to hit so many unexpected surprises. Like I think I was listening to the, um, the CEO of Spotify, he said that he would rather iterate fast and get it wrong than wait for a long time and get it right. And I think that is really what the journey has been like to me. Just like iterate fast, see what happens, what, what, what's wrong, what's right. And like really focus on like, how do you get, make things a little bit better every day? And um, again, I think having a team and a, a support system of like professors and things like that has made it really helpful for me on this journey. I do think that that is a, a very, 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 very good point. And I'm interested, you know, that that whole iterating fast because, you know, a lot of people struggle with that because they want to get it right. Like, they, and, you know, being able to iterate fast also means exposing yourself to more failure or exposing yourself to failure faster. How did you kind of work through that mindset to get comfortable with that? Or are you still trying to get comfortable with that? That's a fantastic question. I think there's a, I mean, right? Like it's a, it's a fashion business. So there's always this pressure of like, you want things to be like perfect and aesthetically pleasing. Like that's like what drives our business, right? Think about fashion shows. I think though, there's also this like, I would say as a, as a black woman, I, I think there's also this, um, unspoken pressure that we often get to be perfect so you see like a lot of like black women professionals like we're not necessarily given as much room to fail you know what I mean and so I think it's been a difficult journey like figuring out like you're never going to get anything perfect there's always something you can improve there's always some way you can improve and that has been a spiritual journey, I guess you could say, and really like relying on my teammates. And also I think just reading things about other CEOs, like I mean, or even just like presidents, like Lincoln, like that man failed so many times. And like, yeah. you just really need to give yourself some grace. And I think making sure that you're balancing what you're doing, like with all the challenges that you face and um, creating boundaries where you're making sure that you do things in your day that give you back energy to continue like being able to open yourself up to potential failure. Mm -hmm. 
No, I think that that is, is very true. I mean, it's one of those uncomfortable things that I even had to learn myself um, of really just getting to the point, like I said, of being able to accept that, hey, this is part of the process. So now what, what I want to talk about now is, you know, what are the products that you offer in your business and then kind of, you know, what's been your process with coming up with those products? So we are not your average leggings company. We actually, um, we engineer leggings for Boss Babes. So these are FinTech leggings and we're based out of UCLA and we were born in a fashion lab and we engineer for women's health, style, functionality, and comfort. So when thinking about our product, think breathability, think silky fabrics, think leak absorbing and think curve shaping. as I mentioned, we're really obsessed with helping women get through their day more comfortably. And then the second part of your question was, how did we come up with this product? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely been a journey. I, I think another part about like entrepreneurship is really getting comfortable with this idea of pivoting. Like maybe pivoting isn't necessarily failure, but I, I started in fashion thinking that I wanted to do streetwear. So this is like dressing men and dressing women and fashion is interesting because you can take two approaches to it. You can either go the political route, which is more like a Louis Vuitton, which is where you're like building a brand. You're not necessarily doing anything innovative. Like there's nothing innovative about a Louis Vuitton bag, but they have such politics behind their bag and their brand and like their, their logos and their label that that gives them a moat in the marketplace. And that's very expensive to build a brand like that because you have to think about how much you're spending on like marketing. Um, There's also another approach, which is where you're really filling a need in the marketplace. So almost think about when Nike got started, there was no other running shoe. And so they were able to create something, create a moat around that. So when I first started, I think I I was so excited about fashion and everything like that, that I took the Louis Vuitton approach. So I was like thinking about like, how do I build a brand, et cetera, et cetera. But then coming to business school and learning much more about like strategy and moat building, I admitted like I, I pivoted almost immediately. I was like, this is not a way to make money. This is a way to spend money. And you've seen that a lot of fashion businesses actually go broke. And I think partly that's the reason why. Um, and so then my team and I really began looking for things like where can we, where is it need in the marketplace with a niche market that we can really like carve out a name for ourselves and do something that's never been done before. And I remember speaking to OBGYNs and suddenly we began to realize that leggings have a negative impact on women's health. So like leggings actually make you two, women two times more likely to contract vaginal illnesses. Um, in addition to the fact that women already have a lot of vaginal illnesses. So if you think about America, like right now, like literally in this time, 30% of all women have like bacterial vaginosis, for example. Or like if you are a new mom, um, you just had a baby, uh, anywhere from right after birth up to five years, like 30% of women are experiencing urinary incontinence. So this means that after you have a baby, your bladder doesn't work the same. And so just talking to these OBGYNs and these nurse practitioners and moms and interviews and everything, we started to realize that there was a real gap in the market around like sportswear that they could use that helped them feel fresh, confident, and sexy. 
um, and that really addressed a woman's need. And we just decided it was a gradual process, but we just kept refining and iterating again and again. And eventually we got a product that um, we're pre-launch right now. So we've kind of been doing marketing and things because every time we get inventory, we essentially sell out of it, sell out of it. And I think there are some women who are angry that they can't buy our products right now. So I guess that's like, we got a comment on Instagram yesterday because one of them was just really mad about there not being product. And I was like, I empathize because she probably has problems, you know, and like we want to be there to support. And so it's been a journey getting here, but I think the iteration has really helped. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, if someone's interested in the products and interested in the story for your business, where can they find you online or on social media? Yes, Google us. Um, You can Google Oya. Uh, I think we're eventually really want to own the word fintech and you'll be able to Google that. But that's a that's a longer journey down the road. Um, You can also follow us on IG or LinkedIn at where Oya. So W-E-A-R-O-Y-A. Uh, and it's, it's, I'm, I'm getting used to the fact that you can Google Oya as well as like myself. I mean, you see so many pictures of our models and things like that, but like we have a lot of amazing content that we're publishing out there. Everything from like edutainment around like how do women better take care of themselves and their health to really like fashionable photo shoots that we think are aspirational and inspiring. Awesome. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up, one question I like to ask every guest that comes on is when you think about, you know, your journey and what that's been like, you know, what are two pieces of wisdom or two lessons that you would like to share with other entrepreneurs? I think number one, stay focused on growth. So back to this failure question and like iteration, like I think some people, especially in American culture, it's super easy to get focused on your ego and get caught up in like, how do you feel about things or um, do you appear to have the best answer and things like that? And like, for me, that's not successful because I'm not really coming from a place where I have unlimited resources. I'm not coming from a place where I've seen people or like have parents who've done this before so there's nothing really necessarily for me to emulate and so I think ego is actually very dangerous and so focusing on growth instead has been really productive in that I'm not focused on being the smartest person in the room I'm not focused on getting the best answer I'm or like coming up with a revolutionary idea I'm focused on growing and getting better every day and that allows that gives me the strength to lead a team inspire people and and create a dope product um I think the second part is if you make a mistake, which you will, because everyone does. And if you're truly doing innovative, anything innovative, like there's no real guidebook. You're kind of like out here creating your own map or like looking at the stars. Um, Learn to breathe through your mistakes and accept them as a part of the process. And I know that's easier said than done, but breathing through it and like through meditation and things like that will allow you to focus more um, and create space for you to be a more empathetic leader for your team, for investors and for customers. And I say that because I know in the innovation space, especially if there's anything tech oriented, like our product has technology in it. uh, I think men can sometimes get away with being very like, this, 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 this. Whereas like, I think 
women sometimes have different challenges. And I think empathy is a huge part of being a woman leader. And so breathing through your mistakes uh, and, and, and focusing on growth, I think, helps you show up as a better leader in that capacity. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing your story, your insight, your wisdom. Um, definitely a pleasure to be able to use our platform to help more people hear about the awesome things that you have going on. So thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. So excited to be here. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Talk Library. If you like our content, be sure to follow us on social media and if you want to see more of our exclusive content, you can subscribe and become a member on patreon.com forward slash business talk library. Hey, the business talk library is the place where business makes sense.